Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather. I've got some news and views from a West Texans biblical point of view one you're going to find in your mainstream media. Hey guys, welcome to this evening's podcast. It is November the 29th and it's about 10, 15 p.m. my time here in Texas. That would be Central Standard Time. Guys, we have some articles to talk about. Number one, first thing I want to ask you guys is for prayer. My very, very sweet, dear friend, sister Stephanie um, Shelf Blackstock uh, lives in Florida with her husband, Dwayne Blackstock. Dwayne was diagnosed with a large tumor in his throat and his cancerous has moved to his lymph nodes. And I know you guys have known that I've asked you guys for prayers um, in the past for him. They'd remove the tumor. Um, however, um, his disability, if you guys live in the United States, knows it could take six months for disability to kick in. I know I've told you guys in the past that the guy they were training, you know, they have a meal, a wood meal that they do, and um, he stole a lot of their equipment. They were training him on how to help run the meal while, you know, Dwayne was sick and out, not able to work. Um, so that was, you know, terrible in itself, but God always provides. But they have canceled his services so he was supposed to have some more treatments done um because it spread and he's losing weight and it's not looking good and so they won't do any treatments on him until um his medicaid or his disability comes through so since he doesn't have medicaid you know because you're in that fringe you know where you just don't you know what i mean um here in the united states and that's one thing i hate about it um, about our health healthcare system. But let me tell you, we can send billions of dollars to Ukraine, but we can't help the people who live in our country. Um, yeah. So anyway, they have denied him service. They won't treat um, his cancer in um, any way. He's stage four, I believe, stage three, stage four. Um, guys, if you would please, please pray for them that there would be a way that God would make a way because we all know that we serve a mighty awesome God and there's nothing too difficult and there's nothing impossible for our God so what we can't do we know he can do and uh, I would just ask you guys is to keep them in your prayers please and they take care of his mother too um, so guys, I would appreciate your prayers as, and also for my friend Julie Cleveland her son Jordan is still having um, still having seizures he has not woke up since I believe it was October the 7th when they um, induced, you know, put him into a coma because of the seizures. So anyway, um, you know, prayer there as well. Folks, we all know um, people that we know and love um, who are going through hard times. And it may be you. Um, you may be going through hard times as well. But just know that we have a Savior who sits closer than a brother and he loves us. And he promises never to leave us nor forsake us. So just know that when you're in, you're in the midst of your battle and your storm, just know he's right there with you. And um, regardless, regardless, we are victorious in Jesus Christ, whether we are here or when we pass on into eternity to be with him forever. Just know that um, the battle is won. He has won that for us. So that's that's one good thing that we as Christians have. We have that hope and, uh, you know, uh, perfect love cast out fear is what the Bible says. So Jesus loves us perfectly. And um you know, we can lean on him and it says to cast our burdens upon the Lord because he cares for us. So um, that's what we should be doing. And, you know, that's another great thing about being a Christian because we don't need a go between. We don't need to go to a priest or anybody because when Christ died on the cross, that veil was torn and um, we have access to the throne room of God. You could be, like I say, 
driving down the highway, sitting on your couch in your recliner, eating Cheetos. And you can access the throne room of God because of what Jesus Christ did for us. So when God sees you, he doesn't see you and me as the wretched sinners that we are. He sees us through the blood of his son, Jesus Christ. And so if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, ask him to be your Savior, ask him to forgive you of your sins, then you are a born-again believer in Jesus Christ. And so once that happens, you're part of the family, and we are stuck together for eternity. And anyway, one day, maybe not here on earth, I may get to meet you guys, maybe not here, but for definitely in eternity, we'll have plenty of time um, to meet everybody. And um, I look forward to that day. There's so much heartache um, in here in the world right now, so much evil that's prevalent. And um, we have to be the salt and light of this world. And uh, we have to have hope. We have to have something to look forward to. And I like John 14. Um, because Jesus said in his father's house are many mansions or many rooms, he says, and if it were not so, he would have told us. He goes, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am there, you may be also in the way you know. And so, isn't that amazing? And we know the way because Jesus is the way. He says, I am the way, the truth, and life, and no one comes to me except through the Father. And so, isn't that amazing? Um, if you haven't, I say this all the time, but if you haven't seen uh, Before the Wrath, the movie, please watch that because it gives a whole new take on the rapture and how it, and how it's different when Jesus um, talks about it because the, it's a Galilean Jewish wedding, which is a little different than a Jewish wedding. My brother um, married um, uh, 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 Michelle, bless her heart, and she is Jewish. And um, anyway, long story short, it was a Jewish wedding. It was super cool when they pick him up on the chair and the whole night, you know, it's really, really neat. But there's significance in that uh, when it's uh, re- referenced to the to the rapture of the church, because um, it talks about the, the, the lamb supper. And so we'll be with the supper of the Lord um, there seven years, folks. It's going to be amazing. Um, if you're like me and, um, you know, you have slim pickings on what you can eat these days. Uh, just think when we go to heaven and we're at that feast oh man i tell you what i'm gonna be having me some ice cream you know what i'm saying i say i tell you what no it's gonna be a great glorious day so we have a lot of stuff to look forward to even though it looks a little bleak here but we know all these things are going to happen we know that the world will turn against israel because israel has been is a stumbling block to the world because god made it that way and so this doesn't catch god off surprise um you know he knows what's going on he wrote the book he knows the end from the beginning and uh, what i am studying right now you guys is zechariah uh zechariah and that is such a power-packed prophetic book um Wow, let me tell you something. Um, Dr. Johnny Mac, um, Dr. John MacArthur um, preached a sermon on it about seven months ago uh, on the on, on the prophetic implications of the book of Zechariah. And he goes, you're not worth your salt if you talk about Bible prophecy and you don't mention Zechariah. And so, wow. And so um, that's what I'm reading right now. And um, I'm thinking about writing, you know, just a little quick short book on that, um, you know, just a little pamphlet, I guess you could say, maybe like 40, 50 pages um, on the on the prophecies in Zechariah. And uh, that's also where it told that Jesus would come, you know, on a donkey, remember? Um, so anyway, lots of good stuff in the Word of God. And like I say, get in the Word of God, let the Word of God get into you. That's right, Maranatha. Oh, come Lord Jesus. 
Um, but you know, it's, it's amazing because the Bible tells us in times of stress and distress and like when things are happening, you know, what comes out of you, you know, when you're, when you're pressured, what comes out of you and, uh, you know, the Holy spirit will give you utterance in that day. You know, when you read the word, you know, it's like, oh, he's going to tell you what to say. He's going to give you utterance. He will bring to remembrance, you know, scripture. And so, but if you don't know the word of God, what's the Holy spirit going to bring to remembrance because you never read it. So read it. So you can bring it to, because, you know, when we're depressed and, you know, things like that are pressing on us and stuff, you know, the Lord will bring scripture to your mind, you know, and you could be, you know, wow. And then all of a sudden Psalm 91 pops into your head. You're like, wow. You know, um, so it's amazing. Philippians, you know, will come to mind. Rejoice in the Lord always. And, you know, again, I say rejoice in the Lord. And so anyway, because we're going to go through trials. We're going to go through tribulations. The Lord promises that. And he also told us that the world hated him believe it's gonna hate you too and so we we can take comfort in these things that's my big thing today but or tonight i should say a lot of stuff happening and so i do want to talk about a few things so let me scroll on over here too okay harbingersdaily.com harbingersdaily.com this is an article by jan markell and uh, she wrote this on november the 27th of this year posted at harbingers daily um so let's check it out you guys i love jan markell um if you don't know who jan is um she's amazing she runs um olive tree ministries um she had the largest prophecy conference for over 20 some odd years um there in eden i believe eden prairie minnesota um anyway um and she's handed that off to jack hibbs and uh mark henry ministries now does that and so they have so i'll tell you how how close we are to the lord because um we used to have prophetic ministry or um conferences once a year now they're happening all the time uh amir sarfati has one uh jd farag um billy crone um let me see who else so many of them so many of search conferences happening all the time now because so much is happening in the world of bible prophecy and all that points us to is jesus is coming soon and if you're not ready you better get ready if you're not right with the lord now's not the time to tarry if you've never cried out to jesus to save you today is the day of salvation jesus says i would not wait another millisecond to make that decision because let me tell you something once you die once it's over for you you close your eyes your heart stops beating right now you open your eyes into eternity okay this is not the end all be all there is eternity after this and where you spend eternity matters and uh, it matters on what decisions you make right now while you still have breath in your lungs so i wouldn't i wouldn't wait i, I wouldn't wait because the devil's always telling oh you've got time you got time let me tell you something you don't have time you don't have time um if the vaccines have proven anything people are dropping dead like flies um, all kinds of horrible things, neurological things that are going on, um, you know, wars, rumors of wars, earthquakes, volcanoes, um, crazy weather. You never know. You could walk out the door and get hit by a meteorite. You could get hit by a bus. Anything can happen. Struck by lightning. You never know. These days you could get shot. Who knows? I wouldn't wait. I, I, I wouldn't wait. Because, you know, one thing, one thing you have secure is your eternity. So, anywho. Let's jump into Jan's um, article. Oh, if you want to, you can go to olivetreeviews.org and check out her website. She's got a lot of headlines there, by the way. 
Um, her latest uh, video will be up there as well. Let me see if I can pull up her latest video. Oh, nope. I don't want to watch it right now. It's going to pop on. But anyway, I will tell you the latest one is uh, time, the time clock. Jesus, the Jews, Jerusalem. And so it's pa- uh, Pastor Mark Henry and Mondo Gonzalez. Um, so you do want to. I have watched that one and it is great. Uh, she usually has it on her radio program every Friday. I do believe it's either uploaded every Thursday night or Friday. But anyway, um, you can watch her on YouTube, Rumble, or you can go to her website and check out her latest videos. Anywho, uh, amazing, amazing. I am so thankful to her. I know you've y'all have heard me talk about um, her a lot on this program. So let's check out her article, shall we? So she says, as each year winds down, she goes, I like to review and see how Bible prophecy was fulfilled or has elements of fulfillment throughout the year. She says, I always have too many options to choose from. And maybe that is a nice dilemma. We're in a countdown to the close of the church age. She says, here are my top 10 selections for this year. Many selections have ties to quote Black Sabbath, or October the 7th. She says, number one, the world decided that Israel became the international burdensome stone, which is Zechariah 12, 3. Whoever expected this may, this new uh, malady, Israel derangement syndrome in their lifetime. We know that the time of Jacob's trouble will be a time of Jew hatred, but in the church age, she says, and this is a hatred of all of a people based on identity, a people group that has been a blessing to the world. She says, And boy, have they ever. Um, Number two, Israel now longs for peace like never before. She will fall for me, Mr. Fix-It's peace plan of Daniel 9.27. Or so she will fall for Mr. Fix-It's plans. Um, It's uh, uh, Mr. Fix-It's peace plan of uh, Daniel 9.27. She just wants to get along with her neighbors, the Arab world, the Muslim world, and all her enemies. She has had 75 years of conflict preceded by the Holocaust, but with centuries of demonic hatred thrown at her, the Antichrist will be stunning in his deceit of a nation longing for peace and security. He will overwhelm them in his efforts. And, you know, if you haven't read that, that's the abomination of desolation, three and a half years into the tribulation. And boy, does it get bad for this bad all the way up into that point, but it's getting really bad after that. But anyway, but that's when, that's when Israel realizes, oh my gosh, this is not the Messiah. You know, Jesus was our Messiah. And so anyway, the Bible is amazing, you guys. Oh boy, you got to get into the word. Anyway, she says, number three, for a segment of society, love has grown cold. This is a tribulation reference in Matthew 24, but we're in a run up to that. She says, we're watching large segments of society favor barbarians. Millions have sided with butchers of Hamas. There are Facebook groups praising Hamas. College campuses know no shame. Jewish students are hiding in secluded areas. In much of the world, in parts of the church, shrugging indifferent and seem to enjoy cursing Israel. Number four, Gog and Magog further align as they unite against Israel. One periodical reports that, quote, Turkey's president, uh, Recep Erdogan, wants to lead the Muslim world against Israel so his country can become a great power, unquote. Russia has pledged to come to uh, to Iran's rescue if Israel attacks. The three uh, power players of Ezekiel 38 and 39 are Russia, Turkey, and Iran. They are aligning more every day and particularly in 2023. Number five, the church is slipping further into apostasy. 
Many churches um, revealed theology uh, that has encouraged them to remain silent during Israel's greatest crisis since the Holocaust. Many openly sided with the so-called Palestinians. The silence of the shepherds has been staggering and devastating to many church members. Too many won't deal with prophecy, current events, or Israel and won't take a stand. It's time to call out evil and to love what and who God loves. Too many churches refused and this year expose them absolutely and that the truth number six the jews are coming home in greater numbers and are more open to the gospel since the october 7th hamas attack there has been a 149 percent increase in interest to return to israel from jewish french citizens and an 81 percent um, increase from north american jews the trauma of october 7th will leave deep scars on the nation of people forever the crisis is driving the jews to seek god like never before in history many are leaving secularism mysticism and more to call out to the God of the Bible. Praise the Lord. That is wonderful news. Um, number seven, uh, strong delusions. Second Thessalonians 2 intensifies and abounds. The Biden administration continues to give Iran billions. The White House expresses deep concern about Islamophobia, not anti-Semitism. Biden gives hundreds of thousands of dollars to mosques. We have seen young people praise Osama bin Laden in spite of the reaction reality of radical islam the solution in the middle east is a palestinian state everywhere evil is called good isaiah 520 and facts are irrelevant due to the delusions of our day only the righteous can see straight isn't that the truth you guys goes on to say number eight the intensified longing for a world leader as jewish leadership is weak and non-existent in the executive branch i'm sorry american leadership is weak mm -hmm. soon world leaders will line up in pied piper like fashion behind a man with a plan who will guarantee peace and stability he will exude global leadership the world is ready due to america's absence number nine the intensification of perilous times second timothy three violence and spirit of the antichrist we are warned of october 7th copycat attacks around the world america's southern border invites chaos rogue nations are threatening with nukes and world war seems inevitable and the tribulation has not even begun yet i throw in there number 10 there is an explosion of global reprobate minds romans one you hear me talk about a romans one uh, mindset all the time culture that's what we live in she says things have taken a dark turn unlike anything seen in modern times the world has become unhinged on a greater level than world war ii uh, people clearly have been given over up is down and black is white men can be women and vice versa israel is apartheid hamas are freedom fighters normal or godly thinking does not come to these conclusions she says and i completely agree she says i could list a hundred and ten markers that reveal the hour is desperately late you can't tell the players without a printed program and that would be the bible she says the most accurate chronicler of world events we could have ever been given jesus is coming and his art listen up art perhaps today jan says and art and i say that a lot perhaps today you guys it could be could be today before i finish this sentence wouldn't that be awesome that would be awesome i tell you what but um, another thing is IDF ignoring warning signs about impending massacre in Judea, Samaria. 
Uh, safe sources. So planning, same thing here, hoarding weapons and training. Uh, so Frontline's news staff posted the 29th of November on Frontline News. You can go frontline.news if you want to check out a little bit more of that article. But it says the Fatah Central Committee, uh, Secretary General, and PLO Supreme Council for Youth and Sports Head uh, Jibril Rajab uh, Tuesday said the October 7th attack didn't come from nowhere and was part of a Palestinian's defensive war against the continued crimes of the occupation air quotes in Gaza in an interview with Egyptian NBC TV Rajab said the next more severe violence will come from the West Bank what is happening in the West Bank which includes 700,000 Israeli settlers is a similar situation and is connected to all aspects of life holy sites and even olive trees our schools mosques and churches therefore the next conflagration will be more violent in the West Bank and so you know, we think about that too, because the Bible tells us, you know, the uh, Ezekiel 38 and 39 war that all these nations are going to come and they're going to fight against Israel coming from the north. And uh, we see these things lining up. <clears throat> Russia is there on the uh, northern border, Syrian border. We see these things happening. And so um, when we look at this stuff, I mean, you, you should have that going in your mind already because we have an idea. The Bible says it's going to happen. And so we know it will happen because the Bible says it's going to happen when not sure. Um, I think that Damascus is going to be wiped off uh, the face of the earth, quite frankly, first. The Bible has um, predicted that long ago. And so it's getting close. You know, they're bombing all around there, around Damascus. Um, and I think of George W. Bush, weapons of mass destruction. Um, they said they were buried there in Damascus. So it's just going to take that one hit. And boy, I tell you, I think it's going to be, it'll be uh, lights out forever for that. But um, anyway, the Bible talks about that. So anyway, uh, yeah, a lot of things going on. I, I did want to jump on real quick, you guys, and um, to let you know I haven't gone anywhere. I have just been working a lot. Um, I have dogs in the morning and at night, uh, and of course now I work a, a semi-kind of full-time job with Black Friday. You guys know retail. It can get a little hairy. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so I've been like a little crazy busy, but Hopefully, we're going to get some more people trained, and then I'll get to drop back down to part-time and um, do what I love to do, uh, which is podcast, which is talking about Bible prophecy and headlines and encouraging folks and warning folks. Um, anyway, I'm going to do some more work on the website and do a little bit more work on the um, the survivalist. Uh, I do want to work a little bit more on that, uh, you know, just kind of um, getting some videos together, just quick videos and, you know, telling folks what you can do. Um, uh, you know, if you ever find yourself without electricity or, you know, in the woods somewhere, because I do love to go camping. Um, so just, you know, neat stuff like that, but also stuff that can prepare you <laughs> for what is coming. So we know the tribulation is coming, wars, rumors of wars, and there's going to be so much. Let me tell you, let's just look up. Let's, while we got some time tonight, let me roll on over here to my olive tree um, Bible software here. Uh, it's pretty good. Stuff. It is a good Bible software. If you haven't, if you don't have a good one, it's free. Check it out. So we're going to go into, what do you guys think? Zechariah? Should we look into some Zechariah tonight? Let's do, you know, let's go back to Zechariah. Let's go into Zechariah 12, verse 1. Let's see, this is the, the coming deliverance of Judah. Mourning for the peace pierced one. Right there, boom. Let's just read. 
you know, you got to have a little bit of word, right? The word of God is um, it's food for our souls. So let's do it. This is Zechariah chapter 12, and we're going to read uh, verses 1 through verses 14. So this is the coming deliverance of Judah. The burden of the word of the Lord against Israel. Thus says the Lord who stretches out the heavens, lays the foundation of the earth, and forms the spirit of man within him. Isn't that amazing? Just that sentence right there. Wow. So behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of drunkenness to all the surrounding peoples when they lay siege against Judah in Jerusalem. And it shall happen in that day. Remember, that's the big key words there in that day. And it shall happen in that day that I will make Jerusalem a very heavy stone for all peoples. All who would heave it away will surely be cut in pieces, though all nations of the earth are gathered against it. In that day, says the Lord, I will strike every horse with confusion and his riders with madness. I will open my eyes on the house of Judah and will strike every horse of the peoples with blindness. And the governors of Judah shall shall say in their heart, the inhabitants of Jerusalem are my strength in the Lord of hosts, their God. In that day, I will make the governors of Judah like a fire pan in the wood pile and like a fiery torch in the sheaves. They'll, they shall devour all the surrounding peoples on the right hand and on the left. But Jerusalem shall be inhabited again in her own place. Jerusalem, the Lord will save the tents of Judah first so that the glory of the house of David and the glory of the inhabitants of Jerusalem shall not become greater than that of judah in that day the lord will defend the inhabitants of jerusalem the one who is feeble among them in that day shall be like david and the house of david shall be like god and the angel of the lord before them it shall be in that day that i will seek to destroy all the nations that come against jerusalem folks that right there has not happened but is going to happen we're going to continue with mourning for the pierced one and so this is um verse 10 and i will pour on the house of david on the inhabitants of jerusalem the spirit of grace and supplication then they will look on me jesus whom they pierced yes they will mourn for him as one mourns for his only son and grieve for him as one grieves for a firstborn in that day there shall be a great mourning in jerusalem like the mourning at hadad Rimon in the plain of Megiddo in the land shall mourn every family by itself, the family of the house of David by itself and their wives by themselves, the family of the house of Nathan by itself and their wives by themselves, the family of the house of Levi by itself and their wives by themselves, the family of Shimei by itself and their wives by themselves and all the families that remain every family by itself and their wives by themselves. He goes on to talk about the idolatry. It was cut off. That's chapter 13. He goes on to say, In that day a fountain shall be opened for the house of David and for the inhabitants of Jerusalem for sin and for uncleanliness. In it shall be in that day, says the Lord of hosts, that I will cut off the names of the idols from the land, and they shall no longer be remembered. I will also cause the prophets and the unclean spirit to depart from the land. It shall come to pass that if anyone still prophesies, then his father and mother will be got him. Then his father and mother who begot him will say to him, you shall not live because you have spoken lies in the name of the Lord. And his father and mother who begot him shall thrust him through when he prophecies woo, goes on to say a little bit more and it talks about the shepherd savior isn't that amazing what are all these false prophets that we have right now 
President Trump is gonna be a forty-seven. Oh, this crap! What happens? Well, wow! Wouldn't that be amazing to thrust them through with a knife? Wow, with a sword? But no, um, folks, those folks were wrong. And yet, um, yeah, they're still out there with their fake prophecies and stuff. And um, you know, you got to activate the Holy Spirit wickedness. What is going? What are these people? And and and, and the people that follow along. Where is your mind? Where's your brain? <laughs> what what ma- what makes you think that I? You know, I'm sorry, but I thank God my mama had me read my Bible. Um, from a very young age, and I have loved the Word of God since a very young age. I've been a Berean. I've dug through and searched and researched, and um, you know that's. I, but then there's some folks out there that don't. You get the Joe scenes of the world out there. You know his little squinty eyes. You know he's just out there. I don't know how much plastic surgery he's had, but me, he looks the same as he did like 15, 20 years ago. <laughs> anyway, um, God just wants you to live your best life now. Let me tell you something. No. <laughs> now your your best life is yet to come you know that's eternity if you'll you know if you have jesus as your savior but and like i always say if you go into a church and they want you to to you just tithe this money to me and god's going to bless you 700 fold get them walk out <laughs> leave leave that wickedness you know what let me see if i can find it oh I, yeah, I need to save that i do that place here, I won't name names that accelerate here. Um, it's a church. They call it a church here. And um, that's what they, money's coming to me. All this crap they de- declare on their way up there. If somebody decrees, decrees and declares or whatever, just say, listen, listen. <laughs> did Where did you find that in your Bible? <laughs> where, where in the word of God does it say to do that? It doesn't say that. You know, um, yeah, they. I to me, it's just like a. They'll make merchandise of you. I say that a lot because that is what that is King James version, and I'm gonna scroll on up here, and uh, into this Bible software, which is really cool because you can um, you can um search in this Bible software, and um, let me see if I can. I don't think I have it in the King James though. Merchandise. I may just have to um. May let me see Ezekiel. It's gonna be um I don't have my reading glasses on. I'm so sorry. Here's one part says uh, this is John two sixteen and he said to those who sold doves. Oh, you know what? I don't have my glasses on. You guys, hold on. Um, take these things away. Do not make my father's house a house of merchandise. Hmm. Kind of like these folks do. Um. You just sow that seed into my ministry and God's going to give you a jet too. You just watch. He's going to bless you with that car you've been wanting. You want the, you just you just keep on giving me money. You give me the money. And then, you know, yeah, God's going to bless. What? Really? And what really makes me so mad, it really, really makes me so mad um, is that they, um, they make it selfish. They take something that we're praising the Lord and worshiping the Lord with our tithes because we're giving to the church because we want to help, you know, spread the gospel and help other folks. And they turn that around into towards a selfish thing. Like you're no longer worshiping the Lord when they do it like that. You're, you're going to, you're, you're, you're trying to think it's like a formula. Like I'm going to go get this money so that, you know, God's going to give me money. Like I'm like, well, what really? We give to give whatever the Lord has purposed in your heart. That's what you should give, he says. You know, 
I'm going to try looking it up right here. Hang on a second. Make merchandise of you. <laughs> there we go. King James Version. Boom. I knew it. Second Peter chapter 2, verse 3. That's right. And it says, And through covetousness shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you. What? Whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not, and their damnation slumbereth not. That is Second Peter chapter 2, verse 3. That's for I always say they'll make merchandise of you with their feigned words. Yeah. Oh, boy. I tell you what, read, read uh, Timothy and Peter and really, really dig into those books and you'll learn a lot. Um, James, who was the half-brother of Jesus. Oh, boy. Read that Jude. Read Jude. He was the half-brother of Jesus, too. So a lot of important, just power-packed stuff in those little books. Let me tell you, a lot of great stuff in the Bible. And um, the time is drawing near for the Lord to come and yank us out of here, snatch us out of here, her podzo us out of here, rapturo us out of here. So we get the word rapture. People are like, well, the word rapture is not in the Bible. Well, depends on what literal translation you're reading. <laughs> if it's the, if it's the uh, Latin one, then yeah, it's rapturo. Uh, Harpazo is in Greek, which means snatching away. Um, so yeah. We are going to be snatched away here. And so I like to sing that song soon. And very soon we are going to see our king. Isn't it going to be amazing? You know, rest your head on your pillow with that thought that the Lord Jesus loves us so much that he is going to come and he's going to snatch us out of here. He's going to take us out of here before he pours his wrath on an unbelieving world. Um, be in prayer for the folks that you know, that you know weren't saved. Um, that they don't know the Lord Jesus. Um, just keep, you know, keep talking to them, planting that seed, letting that Holy Spirit, you know, the Holy Spirit's the one that brings them to repentance. But, you know, we got to plant the seed. We got to tell them about the Lord. Um, you know, one thing you can do is how you live your life, how you live your life. Um, people see that, you know, they may not ever read a Bible, you know, the old saying, they may not ever read a Bible, but they can read your life. And so, you know, we're not perfect by any means as Christians. We're not. But we screw up. You know, we need to say we screwed up, you know. But anyway, um, show people in love. Be, you know, be different than the world. Not a fake love, but an authentic love. You got to tell people the truth in love. If they think they're a barnyard animal, you have to tell them in love. You're a little boy, Timmy. You're not a donkey or whatever. Uh, I saw a post on Facebook today and it said, um, in 1993, they said, don't homeschool your kids because they'll be weird. <laughs> and then like now we're like, really? Because public school kids think they're cats and dogs and barnyard animals. So who's weird now? Yeah, no. Uh, keep, uh, keep homeschooling your kids. I wouldn't put my kids in this public school for no way. Um, and let me tell you something, kids don't got to go to college to, to get a good job. I'll tell you what, you know, if you want to make a good money, mechanics, you know, go do some of that stuff. They pay like 40, 50 bucks an hour. I mean, you know, go, go to automotive mechanics. You can do welding, all kinds of stuff that folks can do uh, where you're not, you know, under halogen lights looking at computer screens all day. You know what I mean? Um, anyway, farming, ranching, you know, of course, they're trying to do away with that. They want you to eat insects. I may tell you all something. I'm just going to throw this out there. So I was going through some um stuff at work today and uh we there is um there's a dog food and it's all insects i about like we didn't have anything god we're out of stock and we're probably never going to get any of that in again but 
you've got to be kidding. They're already turning it into the dogs to not turning them. Into, I mean, you know, trying to get them to eat the insects because, you know, we're all going to have cricket burgers. You know, that's that's what they think. I'm like, look at here, honey. This is Texas. We don't eat cricket burgers in Texas. Now, we would eat a deep fried cricket with chocolate on it. We would probably do that in Texas, but we are not going to eat cricket burgers. No. We will have us an Angus burger or a Longhorn burger. We ain't going to have no cricket burger. I'm sorry. Uh, it's terrible. Um, but this is their plans. Remember, it's a small elites that are telling the rest of the world what to do. Can you believe it? Can you believe that? But it's happening. It's happening. The, the Bible said it would happen. The Bible said it would happen. So, guys, I'm going to get out of here tonight. And uh, I, I want you guys to get in the Word of God. As always, don't let the Word of God get into you. Time is short. Please go tell somebody about Jesus. Because what you can't do in heaven is tell somebody about Jesus. Because we're all going to know him. But while we're here on the earth, we need to tell people about the Lord Jesus. Um, we need to pray for folks. Prayer is a such a powerful weapon. It's the only offensive weapon that we have as Christians. It's the only weapon that we need. So it is mighty, mighty, mighty before the Lord. And so pray. Uh, Pastor Brett Meter did a thing um, Sunday on prayer. Um, anyway, if you guys haven't watched that, go to his YouTube channel and watch that at the at the Creek, um, A T H E Y Creek. Um, and he'll have his prophecy update um, also the first Friday of the month, which is going to be, wow, it'll be Friday. <laughs> well, praise the Lord for that. Um, he's, uh, I love him. If you guys haven't watched them, they're great. They're up there in Portland, Oregon, and they can tell you some stories for show, for show. But anyway, with that, guys, I'm going to get over here. Um, just be in prayer uh, for your neighbors, your friends, your families. And, uh, you know, we all need prayer. Every one of us do. Um, and that's the good thing about us being brothers and sisters. We can pray for each other. I want to welcome all the new listeners um, that are listening. Um, thank you so much. Um, if you guys ever want to reach out, if you need prayer, please don't hesitate to email me at Heather, uh, Heather at Bible Prophecy, the number four today dot com. Heather at Bible Prophecy for today dot com. Um, and you can always shoot me an email. You can go to the website, um, BibleProphecy42Day.com, and you can do a little chat. Um, there's a chat down there in the little corner. I think it's the little right-hand corner. And uh, yeah, it'll pop up right there, and you can chat right there with me. Um, I may not always get it, but as soon as I can, believe me, um, I will get back to you. Um, but yeah, I do have a, um, I have an Instagram um page but i'm so very rarely on instagram like he can send me a message um <laughs> one of one of you i know when y'all listen out there i know you send me one it's like two weeks to get back like, oh my gosh you know i'm sorry i'm not on instagram very much um and you can shoot me one on on facebook i do have a a, a facebook page and uh, I'll probably get, and I'm not, I don't always get that, but sometimes I'll get a, a notification that I got it. So I do try to check and, you know, but if you shoot me an email, I will definitely get the email. But um, with that, guys, I am going to get off of here. Um, but we got a lot of stuff going on. If you're looking for the truth, um, you can go to my website and I've got a lot of um, pastors and teachers um, resources listed on there. Bookus of them, uh, trusted, theologically sound um, ones that you can trust, you know, like Ed Heinsohn, who just recently passed away. 
um, Hal Lindsey, J.D. Farag, Dr. David Reagan with Lamb and Lion Ministries, uh, of course, Brett Meter, Pastor Brett Meter, Pastor Barry Stanley, John Holler's Prophecy Updates on there. Um, I've got Pastor Jack Hibbs with Calvary Chapel Chino Hills, of course, J. Markell, um, her website, um, Pastor and teacher at Mira Sarfati, Pastor Billy Crone at getalifemedia.com, getalifemedia.com, <laughs> Pastor Tom Hughes with Hope for Our Times, Dr. Mark Hitchcock, um, Steve and Paulette Kozar with the Messed Up Church. If you guys have not watched their YouTube, they are on point. Um, Pastor Alan Jackson, he's on there. I got a link to his place as well, too. Melissa Dotry is on there. Chad Thomas. So I've got lots and lots of, um, uh, information that you guys can go and get. Of course, I have current events as well. So we have uh, Harbinger's Daily. Um, I've got the WND. Of course, Hope for Times is on there. Rapture Ready in Times. Rapture Index. Pre-Tribulation. Technocracy News. And of course, you all know him and you love him. Leo Homan. H-O-H-M-A-N-N.com. We got Leo on there. The Gateway Pundit. Terry James Prophecy Line. So lots of, lots of information just on that uh, website there. Um, anyway, so a lot of good stuff on there. So anywho, uh, really in Texas, we have to say bye at least two times, sometimes three times. And of course, on the way out to the car, and of course, we're wiving down the driveway when we leave. That's this Southern hospitality. Some folks say we are not Southern. Some Alabama people say that we're not Southern enough. <laughs> Y'all don't count in Texas, but we're pretty South. But, you know, we're right up on the Gulf. <laughs> uh anyway guys uh, we're a little west i guess but anyway anyway guys get the word of god let the word of god get into you and maranatha lord jesus maranatha may god bless each and every one of you as we await our great savior jesus christ coming to take us home thank you guys so much for listening